Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Let me get started. Hello. Welcome to another episode of the Game Global Podcast hosted by me, Kieran Callum. <coughs> Jesus, this is the show that's here to give you tips, tools and resources you can use to smash your dating and your sexual goals. Today, I've got my second live coaching call with Edmund. And basically what we're going to find out now is how he's been getting on since the last call and what difficulties he's faced uh, since we last spoke. But something I want to say to you, Edmund, I don't know if you realise this, but are you aware of the fact that you share the same name as E. Honda from Street Fighter? No. So I usually get um, Chronicles of Narnia. Oh, yeah. Okay, who's Edmund in Chronicles of Narnia? Yeah, I usually get that a lot, but other than that, no. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, so the E in E Honda stands for Edmund. Yeah, I, I don't usually get that. I get Chronicles of Narnia all the time. All right, sweet. So what's happening, man? How's it been? Man, I took your advice. Um, I've, I've been – I think the difference between last week and this week has been just being intentional. Um not like those moments you were talking about just as soon as I recognize the moment acting upon what I want to do in terms of even if it comes off a little bit aggressive versus what everybody else wants me to do in the situation so I can give you an example um there's been this girl that's been hounding me like oh Edmund can you help me x y and z and usually I'm just like, yeah, because we're just friends. And I'm just like, yeah, I'll help you, whatever. But it usually leads to something else that they need every single other day of the week. And so instead, taking your advice, just following my instincts, I stop answering the calls more. Like I start ignoring the calls, texting back like after a few hours saying, hey, what's up? Because I understand if they don't text me immediately, it's not an emergency. They just feel like they have access and availability to me. So I just stopped answering the calls. And um, it's been a lot better uh, because to other people, how they translate it, they're like, dang, Edmund, you're, you're acting mean or you're acting a certain way. But to me, mentally, I just feel better doing that because – like, I just feel like I'm I'm going with myself versus what other people want me to go with. So um, it's, it's like following that instinct um, that seems to be the perception is aggression in some in some aspects. But to me, it's been something that I've always wanted to follow. So um, this week has been a better week just following the advice from last week. All right. Well, you say aggression. But yeah. what you just said there, I didn't get the aggression from that. So is there other stuff that's happened that you haven't said? Because you basically mentioned people calling and you're not picking up the phone and like waiting a while to get back. <clears throat> so is, is it that that has made people say, Edmund, you're being aggressive or is there something else? Um, I've just been following the voice because last week you asked me, 
is this voice of a um like if you wanted to be a certain type of person that you know like you know yourself to be in terms of the aggressive part of myself if you wanted to be that person is that person inside of you and i told you 100% absolutely and so this week i decided to take on that part of myself a little bit more um no matter who it was whether it was a woman, a man asking me to do X, Y, and Z, or just asking for my time and attention, I took a step back. Usually I was like, I'm a yes person. I'm like trying to make everybody happy. But then I, I just took a step back this week every single time and just stayed intentional with what I wanted. And I was like, what does what do I really want to see? What do I really want to say? What do I really want to happen here? So if I didn't want to help somebody, I I just told them the truth. Like pretty much I took this week just to say exactly how I felt in terms of the truth, in terms of everything that some people may perceive to be aggressive, may perceive to be mean. I just took this week to just say, you know what, how do I really feel about this? And I'm just going to say how I really feel about it. All right, cool. Um, something I want to say, because you said that people said you're being aggressive. So um, something to remember is that when people like get to know you, they they form an image of you, like they categorize you in their minds. Men and women, everybody does this. So let's say somebody meets you and they think you're a pushover, right? And maybe they either think it consciously or subconsciously, like Edmund's a pushover. In their mind, they have that categorized and it's done, it's neat. There's no more thinking that needs to be done. This is Edmund's personality. When Edmund now starts acting a different way, that confuses and scares people. So they will try to get you to fall back in line with the version of you that they have that sits very neatly in their minds. That's what people try to do. So something to remember is that even though what you're doing right now is great, people who already know you are going to give you some resistance and try and pull you back to being the people pleaser that they know you to be. And you just have to realize that and just ignore what they're going to do. You hear what I'm saying? Yes. Okay. So what's happened with uh, women dating in the past week? How's that going? Um, I haven't. <laughs> huh. um, it's been a lot of drama, actually. Um, women that I've been dating that I think the the biggest thing I'm going to preface my comments by saying this, the biggest thing that stuck with me last week with what you said was I, I, you said this verbatim, you were saying, I bet that women finds you funny. I bet they like you. And I was like, yeah, uh, they do. But then when you, you differentiated that by saying like, do they find you sexually attracted? Are they safe with you? Do they do they feel like you're the man? Do you, do you live in your masculinity in terms of being able to take care of them, making them feel safe and stuff like that? To me, that stuck with me the whole week because those are two different things. I've understood just from that conversation that those are two different things. And so I'm saying that to say that I've had a lot of conversations in my dating life right now, like literally till this date, like right now I can see text messages coming in of women that I've dated in the past few weeks that 
you know, they like me, they, they, they feel like, you know, I'm the person for them and stuff like that, but staying true to how I feel about the situation, being very firm um, and not perceiving it as, oh, I'm trying to spare her feelings or I'm trying not to be mean versus just exactly what I want. Uh, I think the second takeaway was you telling me that whenever a woman hangs out with me, she's in my world. And so whenever I allow her to talk to me on the phone or text me, she's adhering to my world. And so um, every woman that I've been meaning to take on a date or even taken on a date, you know, I've just I've just approached the situation every single time. Like, what do I want to do and how does she fit into that equation? How does she fit into that circle? And so. It's given it's it's ruffled a lot of feathers. I'm not gonna lie. Like, um, there's this woman, she's she's sending me multiple paragraphs right now about why I don't love her and why I don't, you know, wanna spend one night with her and why I don't just wanna be in the moment, stuff like that. But um I think the conversation we have really just just gave me the motivation to take control of the situation. Um no matter what the result is with the woman. So um, that's how my dating life has been for the last week. Okay. So you've told me about the changes in your actions, which sounds Mm -hmm. great. Now, what I'd like to hear is what has been the change in the result. So how are Mm -hmm. people responding to you now as a result of you being more decisive? They're mad. (laughs) People are mad. Uh, they're they're um, they're angry. People are angry. Um, hold on, hold on. I'm I'm less. I'm spe- specifically talking yeah. about girls. There. A woman, like yeah, like uh, like the women have been mad. Uh, they've been mad. They're these like, these are girls yeah. that are these new girls or these girls that knew you before. No, these are these are girls that knew me before. I haven't I haven't went out of my way to talk to any new girls. Um, okay. I've just been talking to the same old girls that I've been talking to, but the motivation that I needed to just be like, you know what, this is a waste of my time. I should be chasing my purpose and stuff like that. Um, just based on our conversation and giving them the the truth that I've been wanting to give them versus just kind of just adhering to what they wanted. It's been, it's been relieving for me because um, I just, I, I'm allowed to just speak exactly how I want to. And, and the result has been, it's been kind of rocky. Like they, they are upset. Women are upset that I'm, I'm treating them this way, that I'm saying all the things I'm saying, but. Well, okay, what, what are they saying? Like what exactly is happening? Yeah, they're, I mean, they're pretty much saying things like, um, <laughs> I can read you verbatim what they're saying, but they're pretty much saying stuff like, uh, this is not the admin that I used to know. Um, why are you being so mean? Um, pretty much like ignore me, just ignore me straight up. Like there's women that's just reading, reading exactly what I say and they don't want to respond, but then want to contact me like at 2 a.m. Like, are you free and stuff like that? Like that, that's literally what's happening. Like, so you're saying that women have been angry, but then mm-hmm. you said they're then contacting you to ask you if you're free and available at 2 a.m. 
Yes, 100%. You can't so, make this shit up. So just so we're clear, you're saying that they're set. If a girl's messaging you at 2 a.m. to ask if you're free, I mean, she either wants to, like, have some sort of sexting session or a person-to-person sex session. Yes. So what you're saying is that logically they're annoyed because the old Edmund is gone, but they're actually more attracted to you as a result. I, I, that's 100% how I feel. What's going on? Because this girl, she 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 literally is like, I'm block, I'm blocking you. You know, forget you. You're being mean. You you're saying embarrassing things, and then and then I don't even respond back. And then the next text is, <laughs> I love you. Um, are you free tonight? Can I see you? I just want to see you one more time. Like stuff like that. Like literally, like that's what's happening. And this is the kind of thing that happens when you when you basically just be yourself and you're not prepared. You're not afraid of polarizing. This right. is exactly the sorts of responses that you'll start to get. Because, again, just to clarify for you and also the other people who are listening, there is a huge difference between I like this person and I'm attracted to this person. There's a huge difference. If you listen to or read a romance novel that's written by a woman, not one like a rom-com that's written by a man, who's usually a quote-unquote beta male. I don't really like that phrase, but anyway, the man who wrote it, he usually is, and it's his kind of fantasy about a man who's deeply flawed meeting a woman who doesn't care about his flaws. If you read one that's written by a woman, or it's what they really want, it's usually that some woman who's just like a regular woman, she meets a man, And this man is powerful as all hell, powerful as all hell. And the man usually, she probably doesn't like the man at first. In fact, they they don't meet and it's like all happy-go-lucky. There's like real tension and they dislike each other. And she's actually scared of the guy as well, usually. She's usually scared of the guy at first. And this tension builds until there's this like explosion of sex, which is like midway through the story. And then after a while, she gets to know the guy and actually kind of tames him towards the end. But the start, it's like he's a powerful warlord and she fears for his life, for her life. She fears for her life and she's held captive by him and his tribe, stuff like that. And yeah, that in this story, she doesn't like this man at all, but she can't help the fact that she is attracted to him. And there's that polarity going on between the fact that she almost hates him, but when he's near, there's something that goes on. And I'm not saying that you, she has to not like a man to be attracted. I'm not saying that at all. But I'm saying the two things are very, very, very different. And when you are putting your foot down and you're saying, I'm not going to help you with your whatever because I'm doing this, it's like, oh, but... I thought that I could manipulate him into doing what I wanted. I thought Edmund's missing up. Oh, Edmund's not Mr. Nice Guy. And like just the way that you've been very firm, and I bet you weren't rude. You pro- I'm pretty sure you weren't rude. It's like, this is what the situation is. They can't help but be aroused by that. They, they can't help it. It's like, no matter how good of a man you are, if you see a beautiful woman like dancing up and swinging on a pole, you can't help but react a certain way. You'd have to look away because if you continue to look, as long as you're straight, you know, there's going to be some physical reactions taking place. And that's what's going on with you, with you, with these girls right now. I'll tell you another story. Um, I literally, I kid you not, 30 minutes ago, I just came from a party 
And there was this girl. I actually took her on a date. And um, and I thought everything was good. You know, we drank a few drinks. We went out. And everything was good. I just had to leave early. And um, later, I just contacted her. And she was like, oh, I just see you as a friend or whatever. And so recently, I've been working out more. And I've been in the gym. And I kind of broke my hand, actually. And But I was playing basketball. And I saw her in the gym. But I wasn't going to go out of my way to say anything to her. Like, I was just going to let her do whatever she's doing. And she was knocking on the uh, the gym glass. And she was telling the other guys, like, hey. Like, she was pointing at me. And she was like, get him, get him. And she was like, hey, waving at me. And I was just like, oh, yeah. Hey, how you doing? And so today, 30 minutes ago, I, I literally just saw her at a party. And the next thing I know, she's like, oh. You know, I tried to I tried to get your attention the other day. And you kind of didn't want to talk to me. And I just want to see if we can hang out and stuff like that. And in my head, I'm just like, you told me you just want to be friends or you told me like, oh, like you just saw you didn't. I wasn't your type. So that was that was just a, another moment for me that I was just like just blown away because I was like, <laughs> you just told me that. You know, I was just your friend or whatever that was. So, uh, yeah, so that was another moment for me. But I could give you plenty of examples, man. Keep them coming. Keep them coming. <laughs> Let's celebrate. <laughs> Talk to me. I mean, shit. Uh, let me see. Let me think about another one. Um, I've been really trying to stay away from the women this week because I, 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 I'm, I'm trying to adopt the philosophy of, staying on your purpose and staying certain. I think I think one of the things I took away from our conversation was staying certain in who you are and staying certain in what you want will attract a certain type of women when you're not wavering towards whatever they want or the manipulation. Like when you say you want certain things and you're chasing that versus when she tells you, oh, Edmund do this for me and then you kind of take yourself off that path. Staying exactly focused on that is what helps them be a little bit more attracted to you in terms of your, your, it seems aggressive when it comes off, but that's just what you believe in terms of your purpose. And so trying to stay, stay focused on that um, and not, and not being wavering towards that has been a little bit helpful this week. All right. So my question for you is um, how can I help you right now? So Things have been going well in this department. Okay, great, fine, fabulous. But where else needs work? So, for instance, what's happening for you on dating apps? You know, are you going out and cold approaching? Like, talk to me about how else we can help. Okay. How else I can um, help? With, with dating apps, I've honestly, man, I've, I've lost motivation um, contacting women. <laughs> I, I mean, women contact me all the time in terms of like. Oh, hey, let me just say something. Yeah. I just use dating apps as an example. So I just want you to tell me the area of your dating life that you feel needs help. Oh, yeah. Um, I think I think the biggest thing that you did for me last week that I, we can continue to build upon is just my level of confidence in who I'm becoming and who I am right now. And when I okay. see a woman that I may feel like is out of my league. How do I still maintain that, um, that posture of 
I'm becoming this guy and this is where I'm going and you should be along for the ride. All right. I'm going to give you an exercise that's going to help you to um, boost your confidence. And yeah, I'm going to give you this exercise right now. So it's called EFT. Now, before I actually explain what it is, let me just say that the concept is slightly woo-woo, but it works works like crazy. And the basic point is this. When you have negative emotions, they, they kind of like sit within your body and like within your nervous system. So when you're down about your weight and you're like, oh my God, you know, I'm fat and women aren't going to like me because I'm fat or whatever stuff, that stuff's like all actually kind of here. Now, what you can do is something called EFT, which is called emotional freedom technique. Feel free to Google this after it's done. And it's called tapping. So you, when you think about something that gets you down, like for instance, you think that you're not good enough for certain types of women, right? Fine, that's something. So you think about the fact that you believe that whoever this woman is, she's beautiful, she's gorgeous, she's hot, she's sexy, but you're not good enough for her. This is what you're gonna do. You're gonna tap on specific parts of your body. The first part is the karate chop point. The second part is the top of your head. Then you're gonna do just above your, your eyelids. Then you're gonna do the corner here by your temples. Then you're gonna do your nose, uh, sorry, your whatever the fuck this is here. Then you're gonna do just above your lip. Then you will do your chin. Then you will do the top of your chest. And then you will do here where if you're a woman, you'd be wearing a bra. Now, I'll, I'm gonna run it through. And then this is basically what you do. And the funny thing is your connection to the thing that is getting you down will drop after one session of doing this. It's crazy. Like so try it out. If you think this is BS, try it out. Prove me wrong. So you're going to go, even though I feel like I'm not good enough for really beautiful women and that they're completely out of my league and that I'm just a fat loser, I completely love and accept myself even though I feel like I'm not good enough for specific types of women and they're completely out of my league, I completely love and accept myself. Even though I feel like I'm a fat loser and certain women are just completely too good for me, I totally love and accept myself. I'm gonna do that. Then you're gonna start talking about the feelings. So you'll be like, shame. I feel shame because I'm fat and because I don't look like the guys that I see in social media. I hate what I see when I look in the mirror. I absolutely hate it. It makes me feel so fucking angry. Anytime I'm at a beach and I have to wear, I have to be topless, it fills me with so much dread and so much shame. The concept of being alone in bed with a girl with the lights on that fucking kills me. I can't stand my fucking gut. I can't fucking stand it. I hate looking down and seeing that thing. It makes me so angry. I know what I need to do to get in shape, but I fucking can't. And it makes me feel like I'm a fucking loser. I fucking hate it. I know that I'm not good enough because it's fucking obvious. Why the hell would these girls want me? They think I'm fucking stupid because I am fucking stupid. I'm a fat fucking loser. Now, you're going to do that 
everything I've just said, uh, after you do that, you're going to start back up here and you're going to keep going for as long as you feel the need to, right? And even now, even I just did that, I, was like, I actually feel kind of good now. But anyway, so you're going to do that for as long as you need to. Then, then, because you're not done, then you're going to switch it around and you're going to add some affirmations, right? So then you're going to go. And again, take as long to do this as you want. Then you're going to go, even though there's a part of me that feels like I'm not good enough for certain sorts of girls, I completely love and accept myself. Even though there's a part of me that feels like I'm not good enough for certain sorts of women, I completely love and accept myself. Even though there's a part of me that feels like I'm not good enough for certain sorts of women, I completely love and accept myself. And here we go. We're going to start with the affirmations now. I am a sexy piece of hot chocolate. Like, look at me. I am absolutely, there we go. There's the smile. I'm absolutely amazing. Firstly, not only is my body getting sexier by the day, but I'm a handsome motherfucker. And you know what? I've got personality. I've got presence. Yeah. I have this vibe and this aura about me. And when women feel that vibe and that aura, they're captivated because I'm a captivating man. I'm a sexy man. I'm a sharp dresser. The way I put my outfits together is wonderful. But also, like I said, my body is getting sexier by the day. And you know something? My personality is A1. I just need to look at a woman. I just look at the woman. And when I look at the woman, she feels my confidence. She feels my energy. She feels my presence. And she's going to want me. Because I want myself. And you're going to do that for as long as you feel the need to. Now, before you actually do it, just like whatever feel, you can do this for anything, anything that gets you down. It doesn't have to be about women and dating. But before you start, it's like, rate your emotion. So it's like, I feel shame at a scale of seven out of 10. And then do everything. And I guarantee you that by the time you finish, that shame will have dropped to a five at least. Like, or maybe even a four, maybe even a three, but it will drop, definitely drop. And the way EFT works, and the weird thing is I've just done this and now I feel like, oh, but the way it works is that there's, when you're tapping at specific parts of your body for specific reasons, there's things called meridian lines, which is like something to do with the flow of energy running along your body. I'm not an expert, but it's like, there's a flow of energy that runs along your body. And that energy kind of carries your emotional highway and you're tapping there to disrupt the energy while you're thinking about the topic. And then you keep doing that and you eventually will be almost unable to feel the same way about the thing. It's kind of like, you know, like if you're angry, have you ever been angry at someone and then they tell you a joke and it makes you laugh and you're like, no, don't fucking make me laugh because I want to be angry. And then they keep making you laugh. And after a while, you can't get angry again because they've disrupted it. It's a very similar thing. So try that. Give that a try. That, that's, that's one thing to try. Another thing I would say is think, spend a lot of time thinking about who it is that you want to be or who it is that you're becoming. Spend a lot of time focusing on that. But it's like, if you move to Japan, you would eventually speak fluent Japanese because you would just be around Japanese. And because you're around Japanese, it would just take over your brain. It's like, the girl I'm seeing right now, she's Austrian, 
but she moved away from Austria when she was 17, I think 17. She's 25 now. She moved away from Austria at 17. And now she actually thinks in English. She still speaks, uh, she still speaks German, but her mind now, she actually thinks in English because she spent so much time being around people that speak English. And as a result, it's even affected the language that she thinks in. But the point I'm making to you is that if you spend a lot of time being focused on the guy that you want to become and then looking at materials that will help you to become that guy and thinking about the kind of things that you will do as that guy, it will slowly but surely become true. You hear what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. You know, like, let's say you're trying to lose weight, yeah, and you're one of your boys who you've been friends with for years. This guy's all about going out and getting pizza hut and eating Big Macs and blah, blah, blah. Well, just being around him and hearing those conversations is going to affect you. It is. Whereas if you're around someone else who's waking up at 5 a.m. every morning and stretching and doing yoga and stuff, that's going to start to get into your brain as well. But it's not just about people, it's just about also you and your thoughts and the sorts of things that you do. Uh, you with me? Yeah. Mm. Do you have any questions? <clears throat> I don't have any questions. I mean, the I'm not gonna lie to you, if we're being honest, the the head tapping and the, you know what I'm saying, like that's that's different. That's definitely a lot of uh Google it. <laughs> it's it's different. It. It's yeah. different. You know, um, I've never been told to head tap myself into a whole different um, mindset, but um, I'm a, I'm definitely take that task on. Uh, I think I could take that task on and see what that looks like for me. Oh, I respect that because, you know. No, I do respect that because obviously it sounds like rubbish. And it's like, yes. why on earth? Yeah, it does. It sounds like total rubbish. And if you'd have said that to me, like, I don't remember how I reacted the first time I heard it. I really don't. But I'm pretty sure that I would have thought this is absolute crap. How <laughs> on earth could this work? I hear it. But something to remember is that number one, if I was to coach you and tell you stuff you already knew, then you wouldn't need me because you'd be just hearing stuff you already knew. That's right. number one. And number two, like, I am aware of the fact that I actually don't know anything. And what I mean is, have you, are you aware of the concept of a paradigm shift? Yes. Yeah. Well, all in the world right now, we, we have paradigms and Paradigms always change. So like one paradigm is, okay, what is the world? The world is created by Jesus and it was well, by God and Jesus is God's son and he created the world in seven days. That's one paradigm. Another paradigm is, oh, the Big Bang. Duh, 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 duh. Another paradigm is, oh, the simulation argument. Have you heard that where people actually think we're living in a freaking simulation? Yes. Thing, paradigms shift all the time and people were just here and we're just kind of thinking and we're just guessing about life. And the general consensus that everybody has at any one given time is just based on stuff that other people have said. The only reason you thought that seemed like BS is because no one had told you it made sense before. 
if people had told you, if you'd grown up believing that that was a possibility, I would say that to you and you go, oh yeah, cool. But just because nobody you know said it to you doesn't actually mean it's not true because people always come up with new stuff. And when people come up with new stuff, that new stuff usually flies in the face of what people already believe. So then when someone comes up with something new, even if that new thing actually works, they face resistance because people who haven't been indoctrinated to believe that new thing will resist it because a new thing is new and it falls out of line with what they've been told to believe. Like for instance, you believe that it's possible to put a pig's heart into a human being, most likely, because you've seen that in the news. But I guarantee you the very first person who said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to cut a heart out of a pig and I'm going to sew it into a human being and it's going to fucking work. People thought that person was crazy. Here's an example I always give. Right now, me and you are speaking and we're using our phones, right? And my phone right now, it's not even connected to anything. It's not even wired up. I am wirelessly speaking to you across like 15,000 miles, 20,000 miles. I could go back to 1950 and I would say, do you know what? Or let's say I went back to 1800s or so and I say, you know something? It is possible to create a device, this amazing device that is going to allow you to communicate with people on the other side of the world and you will see them as well. And it's gonna send these little messages through the air and it's gonna hit these things that are gonna be floating above the earth called satellites. And it's gonna go up to one satellite and back down and you'll see the person, you'll hear them and you can communicate them with them in real time. People go, that is absolute bullshit. That is heresy, that is ridiculous, duh, duh, duh. Nobody would believe that, but because somebody proved those people wrong now me and you we use our phones we go yeah cool it's a mobile phone yeah but the only reason we go yeah cool it's a mobile phone is because somebody did it but to think that the outer limits of everything that people could potentially do has already been done that's wrong because new things come about all the time mm. so yeah I felt the need to go on a rant there, but there we go. But yeah, try it out. Google it as well. EFT, Emotional Freedom Technique. Emotional Freedom Technique, Google it. But um, is there anything else? That so, this I can... technique, so this technique is supposed to free me from the emotions I feel by myself. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Essentially, um, the guy who created it, what he essentially believed is that negative emotions live in the body and that it's possible to release them by doing exactly what I said. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that you'll do it once and then all of a sudden you're going to be the finished article. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying you'll, you'll do it consistently and it's really going to help and you'll notice a difference after the first session. Okay. So what are you... What are you so it's, okay. So aside from this, is there anything else you're doing weekly? And I'll be honest because I'm I'm asking you this question just because a part of me has to get past the the human part of my brain that is like this is ridiculous versus the other part of my brain which is more like business type like there's, I, I understand there's certain rituals someone is performing every single day that if they do it consistently enough, that's getting them the result that they want. Is there anything else that you're doing weekly 
or daily that is helping you stay in somewhat of, I guess, the character of who you want to become or who you are becoming? Well, remember that I said to spend a lot of time thinking about the person who you want to be. So that's a big one. This is a huge one. So write out the character traits of this person. I think I might have actually said it last week. Whoever the ideal version of you is, write out the character traits of him. Then attempt to become that person. And at the end of the day, have a little review where you look and you say, okay, have I actually been this person today? And then when there's moments where you feel like you haven't, don't hate yourself, but then go, okay, what could I have actually done differently? That's a very practical thing to do. So for you, that might be something like, hey, I'm not going to supplement, supplicate to women. But then you catch yourself supplicating at the end of the day. It's like, oh, okay. So this situation here, I did this, but I really didn't want to do this. I actually want to do that. And then boom, boom, boom. And then you're going to change. And then another, here's another thing as well, like a thing that will slowly boost your confidence over time is to make a concerted effort to keep the promises that you say to yourself. So mm. when you tell yourself, I'm going to go to the gym today, if you don't go to the gym, your self-esteem is going to drop, even if no one else knows. So if you say to me, Kieran, I'm going to go to the gym today, and I go, brilliant. And then at the end of the day, I say, hey, did you go to the gym? And you go, yeah, I did. But you lied and you didn't. Even if you completely fool me and I go, oh, I'm so proud of you, man. And even if you don't really care about the fact that you lied to me, but you actually know that you lied. And the fact that you know that you lied means that you won't trust yourself as much and your self-esteem is going to drop. It's going to diminish. That's a very, very, very big thing to do. 100%. I agree. But... Between those three, those things I've said here, that's a lot to get on with for this week. Yes. Mm. So where does exercise is concerned? Just try it. You know what? After this call, just try it. After this call, try it. Sit down, do some EFT tapping, like go through, Google it, like watch a video on YouTube, look at some scientific articles as well, because it's actually like proven. There's bloody research that actually backs up the fact that this does work. Do it and then give it a shot. And if it doesn't work for you, for you, contact me and then find something else. Okay. Mm. Have I answered your question satisfactorily? Yes. You sure? Yes. All right, cool. Um, is there anything else then that you would like to discuss? I have more questions, but I want to hold off. Like, I want to try the stuff that you're you're giving me before I ask more questions. You get what I'm saying? Um, I mean, I hear you, but, you know, hit me with one more question. Hit you with one more question. Okay. With one more question. Okay. This is more like a, a daydreaming type of question, I, I would say. Um... So I went to the, uh, I'm not sure if you're familiar with uh, U.S. sports, but we have Hawks, the Hawks versus the 76ers, game seven, game six that happened yesterday. And um, so with the sports, um, I had some good seats. Um, one of my investors gave me some good seats where I was almost courtside. So I was sitting next to a lot of celebrities and I was sitting next to a lot of um, 
I guess, quote unquote, important people in America. But with those important people also came a lot of beautiful women. Mm. So my, so, so obviously I came with my friends and I was just kind of just observant. But my question is, when I see those beautiful women and who they're coming with and stuff like that, I guess one of the thoughts that I have in my head is like, how do I get them beyond who they came with to be more attracted to me, I guess. Like, so I was just, you know, just observing. And that was just one of the questions that came to my head. Are you asking me specifically for being in a situation where you're at? This is a basketball game, right? Yes, basketball. Yeah, 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 cool. So you're at a basketball game. How do you get the girl at the basketball game to be more attracted to you than the yeah. guy that she came with? Yes. All right. So specifically that kind of... Girls. Games. Girls. Hmm? So it wasn't a specific girl, but it was just... No, no, but I, I just... Like, I just mm-hmm. But that sort of environment, that's what you're saying. You're at the game right there. People are playing, blah, blah, blah. Some woman has come in with some DJ or God knows who, and then she's sitting down. And mm. she's looking around. Maybe she cares about the game to some degree, but she's not really into sports. She doesn't give a shit. But you're right. relatively nearby. And how the heck is she going to notice you over the person that she's with? Yes. Honestly, have loads of fun. So here's the thing. Um, when I say have loads of fun, I mean, like, enjoy the hell out of yourself and don't be afraid to stand out. That is it. That's it. So I'll give you an example. When I'm at the gym... Um, I'm at the gym and everybody just kind of goes there and they do their workout. But when I'm at the gym, I don't always do this, but I do this a lot if I'm feeling it. I'm listening to music. You know, I'll be like walking around the gym and I'm kind of doing a little thing like this to the music. Now, I do that for two reasons. Number one, because I'm feeling the music and like I'm wanting to fucking enjoy myself. But also number two, I'm aware of the fact that nobody else has the confidence to do that. Everybody else would be doing that if they're on their own, but they're in public. So it's like, oh no, I'm not really going to do that. But then, you know, when you have the confidence to actually stand out, you do stand out and people are more likely to notice you. And now one of two things will happen. People either think, who is that idiot? Don't get me wrong, people will think he was that idiot, but people also think, oh, that guy is really cool. He's sick. He's, I wish I could be like him. Who is that person? Who is that person? If you want these girls to notice you, you have to give them something to notice Mm. because they're going to notice you more on your personality than your appearance. So it's not about you sitting there and looking, hmm. I mean, that's part of it. But if you want them to notice you, you have to give them fucking something to notice. So, for instance, rather than you're sitting there prim and proper watching the game, you're like, come on, shoot, shoot, pass, pass. Yes, yes, yes. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Like, be alive and anyway, give them something to notice, you know? But, mm-hmm. Like, do that. Be the person who starts the, um, what's it called, the Mexican wave or whatever the fuck it is. That's what's going to do it. That's it. Just like, again, like, say, if you're in a club, um, I'm not sure what clubs are like where you are, but, like, where I am, a lot of people in clubs are kind of reserved. If you're in a club, you would want to be the guy who's walking around talking to people and also the guy who's genuinely having fun in the club. People notice that guy. Who is that guy walking around like he owns the place? That's it. So you can't be in your 
like in a confined box like this. She's not going to notice you if you're in the confined box. She will notice you by you stepping out of the box. I'll tell you when I noticed this, I did a course called Landmark Forum years ago, years and years ago. And it was like a three-day personal development weekend. And the long and short of it is that when I was on that course, it's like I came out of my shell very early on. By like the first quarter of the first day, I just stepped out of my shell. And I'm not sure why, but I did. And anyway, the point is I was standing up on stage and I was talking and I was having fun and whatever. And this girl came up to me at some point in the weekend and she said, I've been watching you all weekend and I made a point that I was, I was 100% going to get that cool guy to notice me. But that's because she had something to notice. You have to give people something to notice. So yeah, again, and I know that this is something I've noticed about being in the black community is that we're very afraid of like looking stupid. I mean, you know what? I is definitely, I'm Jamaican. And I've definitely noticed this in the Jamaican community. And I've also noticed it in what I see of the black people in America as well. But afraid to stand out, essentially. And yeah, don't be. Like, don't be. You're in that kind of situation. You want the girls there to notice you. You have to give them something to notice. So stand out. So you're saying stand out genuinely in terms of you, whatever that looks like for you having fun versus forcing some type of like, you know, a cringy type of feel. So just do it genuinely in terms of you having fun versus like just doing it to impress other people. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that, that is what I mean. Like that is what I mean. But it is, a, it is about that. I mean, Another time when I noticed this was I was at a club and and this is a perfect example of what I mean, really, because when you be yourself, you're not going to not everybody's going to love it when you really be yourself. That's why people are scared to be themselves. But but way more people will love it than if you don't be yourself. If you don't be yourself, you kind of hover in the middle where you don't no one really loves it, but no one really hates it. But when you be yourself, then you start to polarize and some people love you and some people hate it, depending on you know who those people are. I was at a club with a friend. I'm dancing. I'm going for it. I'm really, really going for it. I'm not holding back at all. Now, she was laughing at me. She didn't think I was cool at all. Just so we're clear. She was laughing at me. But another girl comes up to me and said, hey, I absolutely love your energy. And this girl was not laughing at all. She was totally impressed by what she saw. I love your energy. My female friend was laughing because I guess I didn't look cool enough. My, the girl who came up to me, she felt the energy that I was giving off and she was like, whoa, I really want to get to know that guy. And as a guy, you're going to, if you're in situations where you want women to notice you, like, yeah, look as good as you want, that helps, but it's mainly about who you are and the vibe that you're giving off. So yeah. You, if you're in situations like that again in future, fucking give them something to notice. Mm. That's something to take away. Okay. Mm. I, I, I definitely continue to show more of myself through this journey. All right, man. Sweet. So, same time next week. 
Oh yeah, we. I'm down. Boom. I'm down. Right I'm, gonna, I'm gonna figure this shit out. Excuse my language, well, we'll, but we'll I'm, figure, I'm gonna we'll figure. figure I'm gonna figure this shit out. We'll figure it out together. But I, I am impressed with the way you've been approaching this. I really am. I mean, the fact that you said what you said about really thinking about the things that I said and trying to implement it into your life over the course of the past week. I, I like and I respect that a lot. So that shows that you're very dedicated and you want to make some big changes. And I promise you, we're going to make some big changes as well. I promise you. <laughs> promise you. I, in I felt the energy. Form. I just needed somebody to tell me, like, yeah. it's okay to be this person that you, because I felt this way for a long time, but everybody around me just tells me like, you know, calm down. You don't need it. And then you get on the camera one day and it's like, no, embrace that person because that's, that's what women respect. And it's like, that's all I need to hear. And now next week I'm just going crazy. So <laughs> Sweet. Sweet. <laughs> in fact, the reason why I think the, the camera keeps hanging up is because the girl, the story I just told you about the girl that wants to see me, she keeps calling as we're on this, as we're on this call. So it keeps kind of yeah. fucking up. Well, there we go. There we go. There we go. Look, for anyone who's listening, this is what happens when you start to be yourself and start to uh, supplicate, I think is the word, for other people and what and their wants. They might not like it, but they will respect it much more. And yeah, that's it for today's episode of the Game Global Podcast. If you're interested in uh, being coached by me, book a call and let's have a chat. Let's see if working together would be a good fit. Um, Calendly.com forward slash Kieran Callum, C-I-A-R-A-N-C-A-L-L-A-M. Also join Game Global on Facebook as well. Would really love it if you could do that. And yeah. Thank you to you, Edmund. Cheers, man. Like, I appreciate you. Thank you to the person who's listening. Take care. Goodbye. And see you later.